You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and it's Tuesday, and that means another opportunity at the Major League Baseball board. It was a mixed bag yesterday, uh, really good for us offensively. Uh, here on the program, a couple of the pitchers we were high on, uh, some of them were flying high and then uh, crashed and burned, unfortunately. And uh, Kyle Freeland was not what I hoped him to be. That's unfortunate, too. But on the bright side, Chris, we once again nailed a couple home runs and one very, very cheap home run that I know a lot of people were happy about. Yeah, Brian Dozier. Yeah. Um, welcome to 2019 as a Washington <laughs> National. Where you been, bud? No, it's, it was a good showing from him. A lot of questions as well, you know, at the Athletic Dude chat there on Monday about Brian Dozier. Like, what do you do with Brian Dozier? And, you know, you said it yesterday, and just to repeat it, he's, he typically has slow starts. And he's been struggling for a while. But, again, when you're in a lineup like that that's so – hitter friendly it really is Washington has a nice lineup even with Turner out of it and Bryce Harper gone he's hitting near the top of the order it's only a matter of time for some of these guys turning around and then in Baltimore we said the two guys who are underrated and the only ones you want is Trey Mancini and Jonathan Villar and they both had a home run and they had a really good day I think they combined for about six RBIs and scored a few runs so it was it was a good day and that's what happens you know you try to be a little bit different with Freeland and you know you get him at a low ownership I had a, a few sprinkles myself but um, just to keep in mind, going forward, Atlanta hits lefties really well. They just do. Acuna went yard. Marquecas had a good day yesterday. And then today, we'll see Colorado up against a lefty, and maybe they'll break out of their slump. Uh, that, that would be nice to see. That's for damn sure. But uh, on top of that, we had Trey Mancini also, who we talked about in the program. He went yard in his first at bat. And the Dozier one was a huge help because on the FanDuel side, as we pointed out yesterday, he was just $2,100, which means that was a huge lineup builder give you multi-entry possibilities of having a guy like that and playing around with some of the higher-end pitching. So lots of opportunities there. Bumgarner, who I loved, was, was cruising. And then, unfortunately, you know, the first four innings, nothing. And then the runs came. And uh, what are you going to do? It uh, just happens sometimes. Guess I'm hitting guys, too. Yeah. Uh, but as we discussed before, that, that Mariners lineup just doesn't quit. 13 runs they put on. Encarnacion with two home runs. Bruce with a home run, too. I mean, it's just crazy. The other thing I wanted to point out, too, is this was a game we spent a lot of time on yesterday, and it was the Dodgers and Cardinals between Mikolas and Ryu. And Miles Mikolas last year struggled in his first couple starts, and then basically the rest of the year was very good. So he might be one of these guys who's going to get slow out of the gate, but to go up against that Dodger lineup and give up just three runs I think was uh, astounding considering what kind of tear that team has been on. Yeah, you're right. It's a good call. And it didn't start off strong for me either. There was two runs in the first, and I was like, oh, here we go again. But I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, he, he limited the damage through the air. Like last year, he gave up a lot of contact, but most of it was on the ground. He didn't give up home runs. But over the first two starts, he was just giving up home runs left, right, and center. I mean, a start in Milwaukee will do that. They have a great offense. It's not a great park for a pitcher. But to me, notice that he just limited the damage with the Dodgers. You're right. And the 
and the Mariners. My goodness. Eventually, it's going to come to an end, but I just keep riding them. I just keep picking Seattle and the over. Seattle and the over. It's like every day. And yesterday was the first time their total was at 10, and they still cruise to that. 32 home runs through their first 12 games is an MLB record. They're up to 98 runs already. Wow. And it was a weird night. I mean, look, even when you go to the Yankees-Astros game, that was a game I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to stay away from both these pitchers because so many of these games were decided in the bullpen. The only pitchers, starters that came away with Ws yesterday were Tehran and Colorado, which nobody wanted a piece of, no. Trevor Cahill, which I don't think anybody really wanted to take that ride, no. Miles Mikolas, who I just pointed out, which was an oppo play we weren't quite ready yet because he had the slow start, and – and Andrew Kashner. That's it in the yeah. night slate. Those are the only four guys who were starters to get wins last night. So when you think about it, really, it was offense that decided it. Luckily, we were good on the offensive end. And now it's time to uh, go down to the well again. Uh, we have a couple of games coming up for you in the afternoon. Uh, again, we're, it's a smaller grouping of games. So, uh, Chris, when you're looking at the board today, is, are these games that you want to get involved in right away? Um, I have some interest uh, a little bit. I mean, I think Chris Sale is going to bring it today at home in the, in the Red Sox home. Well, he got a little extra rest. Afternoon, a little extra rest. I know the velocity was down, um, and really he only had one strikeout in that last start. But this Blue Jays roster is it's not good. In fact, I think they've been, you know, pitchers have carried a no-hitter against them into the sixth four times already this year. And that was like four in their first six games. So I know it's very, very expensive. There's only four games in the – really, it, it depends on what set you're playing. You're probably right. only going to be able to get the three games in there, the Cleveland at Detroit, Toronto at Boston, and Tampa at Chicago. I have some interest in Tampa. Other than that, these offenses, like you're not going to be able to pay up for a sale and get the Red Sox bats in there. They're all very expensive. So not to be repetitive. I'm a, I'm a late game slate guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go to the what? seven o'clock. But if I'm going to play, I'm going to have a little bit of sprinkles in Tampa and I'm interested in Morton. You know what I would do? I would play small tournament this afternoon and go completely oppo taco. I would go mm-hmm. Jordan Zimmerman, Matt Shoemaker. I'm going with all the, <laughs> all the yes. underdogs and take that route. That's, that's how I look at it because I, I'm going to just say, you know what? I mean, it's nothing against Chris Sale or Corey Kluber, but I mean, why not? Why not just go ahead and, and just try that? Because I think that's the only way to, to, make, to make any money potentially in the afternoon slate with these games. Uh, we all know the Cleveland offense has struggled, that's for sure. Uh, and look, I mean, it's, Justin Smoke's been banged up. I know he's playing today, but uh, I'm a little surprised he is, to tell you the truth. And, you know, Grichuk's been very good. I mean, I, I think you can go through and find a couple guys here. And going against Chris Sale, you know, a lot of these – Prices like Teoscar Hernandez and Grichuk are all going to be a little bit suppressed. And I think that might be the way I go. I mean, why not troll Chris Sale? Because so far he hasn't shown it to you. And you got to pay up for him on the other side of the spectrum. And I don't know if you're ready to do that either. So I'd rather take the contrarian play this afternoon if I'm going to play at all. But I would play small. You know, a yeah. couple bucks in a tournament, you know, for fun or whatever. If that's what you want to do, I would, I would put the main focus on the late slate. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, when you think more about it the time to jump on sale is is probably now because this isn't the same sale that we're used to seeing. Charlie Morton is interesting at nine, I think, against the White Sox. I know they have some some bats in there that are that have been strong. You know, Mercado's off to a really good start. Nine hundred dollar savings though on the DraftKings on Jordan Zimmerman between him and Morton. And and you're right about Cleveland. I, eventually, it's going to turn around for Zimmerman. I really do feel. I I feel like he started this way last year too. Um, contact pitcher, but listen, I mean, Cleveland, the lineup is not good. 
There's only one good bat. And Carlos Santana is the only guy hitting in that lineup right now. It's not even Jose Ramirez. Ramirez is going to turn it around, but there's a lot of guys who just swing and miss in there. You get towards the end of the lineup and Miller and Perez and Naquin, like there's, and even up at the top with Martin, like there's a lot of opportunity for Jordan Zimmerman. Um, I think that's a pretty good call. If, if you're looking to stack bats, where would you go? Would you go well, Tampa? I, like Tampa's very underrated. They could have uh, Santana making his first start of the season. I, I think that's where I would go. I would go with the two <laughs> some of those lesser pitchers, and I'll go with Tampa Bats. I would I would Jordan Zimmerman Shoemaker and Tampa Bats. That's, that's probably not a bad <laughs> cocktail for tournaments. Uh, yeah. But you know, the first two starts of the year, you had uh, Jordan Zimmerman at Toronto. He went seven innings in that one. Uh, he only struck out four guys, but still seven innings and six and two thirds against the Yankees in New York. Yeah, so, it's pretty I mean, good showing. He's averaging 21 points or so. I mean, that's, that's good enough for me. <laughs> def, def, definitely, yes. <laughs> All right, so let's focus our attention now and let's move on to the evening. If you do have the 640 game starting in there, that's going to be in the Marlins at the Reds with Urena versus Castillo. Castillo's going to be 9.3. Uh, again, we need those Reds bats to wake up. My question to you is, is Urena that guy? Because uh, he was that guy. We trolled him a couple weeks ago with the Mets, if you recall, last week. And uh, we were successful there. And uh, maybe this is exactly what Votto and maybe even Winker and some of those guys need to kind of shake the dust off. Puig, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Puig, too. I mean, last year, 38% hard hit rate, Urena. He's got an 81% contact rate for his career. That's one of the highest in baseball. So that is, that's a key stat when you're looking for a pitcher to pick on contact. Yes, he gives up a lot, and most of it is hard. And so far in a small sample size, 60 five percent hard hit rate so he is getting hit hard and you're right it's a good ballpark let's get some of these since he, i'm surprised with the price i mean especially on DraftKings, i thought maybe i could get somebody under four thousand in this lineup and you can't right i mean winker no, has true. been has been a stinker and Votto and puig and suarez these guys have not been good to start the season but DraftKings is certainly all over with their pricing um, I'm looking over on Fandle. There's a for Puig. How about Puig on Fandle? Twenty six hundred dollars. So no, that's for that. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I I definitely think that's the way you go tonight. And I'll tell you what, Louis Castillo too, who's pitched well this year. I think this is a great opportunity for him. That Marlins yes. lineup strikes out a lot. And tonight, tonight, where you got how you have a lot of big time pitchers. We're talking Cole, Degrom, Nola, and Cole and Nola specifically coming off bad starts. So a little bit of trickery here. And you got to pay for it still. There's no discount whatsoever. And the matchups are a little tricky also. And I'm looking tonight, and I'm seeing Luis Castillo, and I'm thinking to myself, hey, for a couple hundred dollars less than those guys, or even a thousand plus less than DeGrom, this might be a guy that you can play in cash and in tournaments tonight. I, I'm really high on Castillo, and I think he can go to the six for you. Yeah, I agree with you there, for sure. I mean, uh, it's Marlins on the road. There. Come on. Marlins yeah. on the road. Yeah, I Let's mean, DeGrom is on a whole other level, and we'll get to him in a second, but he just yeah. made quick work of that Marlins team. It was very impressive. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so yeah. impressive to well, watch. Like, if he can strike out 14 Marlins, I'm sure Castillo can get seven or eight. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, he could get seven or eight. It just looked like, you know, DeGrom was up against a little league team. It was just completely – they were completely – No, up. it's definitely but, not fair. It's all right. You got it's to, hard to go Strasburg and Nola, though. It's tough. Well, but here you go. You got Well, that's the thing. You got Strasburg and Nola at 9.7 and 9.4 tonight facing off against each other in Philadelphia. And, you know, you've got to basically flip the coin there. And I'd rather not. I'd rather take basically the same price for Nola and go with Castillo for $100 less on the DraftKings side and go that route because I feel much better about 
I feel like an 80% outcome we're talking for a win for Cincinnati here. Whereas yes. with the Philadelphia Nationals, it's a coin flip between exactly. these two pitchers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's now, that's uh, is that, now, because it's so close, does that make it more appealing to you as a DFS player or less appealing to you? It, it, it makes it a little less appealing to me. Because um, okay. you didn't understand the argument I'm making, right? Where yeah. you know, okay, it's so tight, a lot of people will pass on it and, yes. and just kind of punt it all together. Where, you know, if you have it right, you have an opportunity. If right. One of great dominant performance and the other one tanks. Exactly, yeah. There's, there's both sides of it. And, you know, if you play a lot of lineups, I wouldn't completely ignore either of these pitchers. If I'm going to choose one of them, it's going to be Nola. In fact, I'm going to get Nola a little bit cheaper on the DraftKings side than Strasburg. And my reason is, well, for one, I mean, I don't even understand. Philly is projected 4.3 runs, Washington 3.8. I just like Philadelphia's offense a little bit better than Washington, so I think he can get some run support. Nola's first time – that was the first start he allowed more than four runs last week in 32 straight outings. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. You don't see that too often from him. And um, he's back at home. And, you know, yeah, where he was dominant at home last year too. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not – you know, if I had to pick, I would probably pick Nola slightly, but I prefer to just move away. And offensively too, I mean, I know both these offenses have a lot of players you're liking them, but I don't know if there's somebody that I'm really – no, dying to own again you know if the dozier price is still right how, how's the dozier price changed <laughs> overnight it's probably still like 23 right on FanDuel. well yeah it, it, it's 2100 dollars. still on, it's on FanDuel, so <laughs> it hasn't changed at all and on DraftKings, he's 4100 so if you're playing on FanDuel already we got two guys in dozier and Puig yeah. who check in at under three they combined five five thousand bucks all right you got uh how's, how's this for a pitching matchup you got brett anderson and the Oakland A's taking on John Means in Baltimore. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I to, not going to lie. I had to look up John Means uh, in some of his numbers. John Means had to look up John Means. <laughs> I love it. That's a good He's one. He's like, who the, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. I have no um, idea. But anyway, I, this makes me want Trey Mancini again for <laughs> Brett Anderson. I can tell you that much. And on the other side, too, Biscotti, Chris Davis, Chapman. Even Simeon at the top of this order, and Simeon's usually pretty cheap. Um, you know, the FanDuel side, uh, he's been on the cheaper end of stuff. I don't know. Oakland's looking like a nice little stack for me tonight against Means because God knows how long he's going to go in this game, and God knows what that bullpen and middle relief's going to offer. And I, I'm, I'm all over the A's in that ballpark tonight. Yeah, they should bounce back. If anybody was on the A's last night and they were disappointing against Kashner, I know I picked them straight up to win the, bo- to win the ball game, but um, I like the bounce back spot. Like two nights in a row? Yeah. John Means has nine career innings, and he's given up two bombs, uh, six runs. He's walked three. So, I mean, it, it might be a rough day for him. It's going to be it's going to be a rough season for the Orioles. But still, that, that's you know that's that's where I'm going personally. Uh, Trey Mancini on the other side, I think you make a case for for sure. And uh, that's about it. Let's move over to Kyle Gibson. Uh, he's going to be uh, going into New York to take on Jacob Degrom and the Mets. Gibson, super cheap, 6.5K, really cheap here. And, you know, the Mets offense is up and down. They have, they've had some moments this year where they look really good and other moments where they look really quiet. Now, it's tough because they faced a lot of good pitching with the Nationals in two series already. And then some lesser pitching with the Marlins. Against the lesser pitching, they looked damn good. Now, Kyle Gibson's kind of in the middle for me. So this is a fascinating test as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I would look for the lefties in this lineup in the middle with Cano and Conforto. That's certainly a way to go. Uh, Brandon Nimmo, the ownership's going to be super low on him. A lot of people kind of down on Brandon Nimmo, but the point I want to make is in that Marlins series, he got hit on the hand. 
and it was pretty bad. And I'm surprised he stayed in the game, let alone didn't miss a game at all. So you can maybe attribute some of these early struggles to that hand not being 100% because that's not a, that's not a fun thing to get hit on the hand no. with a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. Not so that's another guy, too, you might be able to throw in there. But with you know DeGrom on the other side, I mean, ultimate contrarian play to go with Kyle Gibson and maybe one of those classic DeGrom loses 2-1 kind of games, right? <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> We've seen that be. before. <laughs> it's not like we haven't seen that that show. It's uh, it was pretty much the entire season last year. It was. But, I mean, look, smart money's on Degrom. Is eleven point six on the DraftKings side too much for you, or you're still good with a cash game? I mean, there's a lot of other guys out there today, cash game wise. You could probably go, but is Degrom the one you say? Yep. Regardless, I still want him at home. Yeah, taking a look at some of the other ones. Yeah, I, I think so for cash. I'm gonna try to find a way to get him in there. And then maybe get some of these other cheaper bats that we've already mentioned. You know, I, this is the lowest team applied total I've seen of the year. It's 2.6 for Minnesota. It's, it's, that's wild. Um, and I believe it. Yeah. It's just, well, it's hard not to. So he's on a streak now where he's tied Bob Gibson, right? For most quality starts in a row, I think it was, or something like 26. Yeah. yeah. I mean, madness. I, I'll have more shares of Cassio tonight. I like your call against Miami cash or tournament. I think that's going to be my number one option. He's, he's affordable. He checks in at under 10,000 on DraftKings, and and then the same on FanDuel under nine. So I think that's the way I'm going to go, but I will have um, some DeGrom and cash where I can get some of these cheap bats. It's just, I just don't want to pass up what's just been such an amazing run. It's, it's just, yeah. It's magical. That's what it is. It really is. It really is. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. All right. You got Ross Stripling taking on Dakota Hudson and St. Louis. The Cardinals coming off a big win against the Dodgers yesterday. Can they do it again with Dakota Hudson on the mound? That is the question one would have to assume. And I like Dakota Hudson. He's a good young pitcher, but you know, with you're going to have a stacked lineup at the top there with Peterson, Seager, Turner, and Bellinger all, you know, three of those four guys left-handed plus Max Muncy, who's been swinging a pretty good bat too. So it's a lot of lefties for Dakota Hudson. How do you see this one shaking out here? Do you want a piece of this one on the uh, Dodger side? I do. I do want some Dodgers. Justin Turner didn't get in the lineup yesterday, but he came in the ninth. So if he if he's playing, he's starting. I'm interested in him as well. Uh, Muncy, Seager, you're right with some of these left-handed bats. And for Hudson, I'm interested in him. Like not today from a DFS standpoint. I think we'll talk about him. I, I'm intrigued to with you know how he could be this season but small small sample size but in two years over these last two years and of course he only has five innings this year it's just 32 innings he's walked 21 guys it's a a walker of six per nine and he's not striking out a lot so he gives up some contact so I think there's an opportunity for the Dodgers to get a couple guys on base and maybe start a rally so uh, I like their I like them from a stacking standpoint and their 4.6 team implied total is it's the highest on the board today so um, besides the Colorado game, of course. But other than that, uh, yeah, give me some Dodgers. And I'll probably start with Turner and Seager. All right, I think Eric Cole bounces back in a big way tonight. He's at home against the big lasagna in the Yankees, yes. as I like to call him. And, uh, look, Altuve went yard last night. That's good news if he starts heating up there. Yeah. The top of this order is really tough. I mean, it's 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 a tall order for a younger pitcher to go through. And I, and I know the lasagna's done well. I know he's he's had some moments at times, but I think uh, I think the luck runs out tonight. I like Eric Cole. I, in fact, for the thousand dollar savings, the difference on the DraftKings side for me, I think Cole is a nice fade from Degrom. If you don't want to pay up for Degrom tonight in cash, and just to have a little bit of differential, God forbid you do get one of those weird 
no decision nights or the two one loss or something like that because it's possible. It's just it's just it's always in play there <laughs> until further notice. Well, that's that's why Cole's uh, he's a better play really than Degrom because of the offense. I agree. And it's silly to think, but if you are splitting hairs, you're going to get you know the run support from Houston as opposed to New York. I mean, you may get it with the Mets, but you already talked how it could be a two-one game, and that could be the difference if you well, take. It's an almost action. it's a nine hundred dollar difference. I mean, right. that's you know. Yeah. It's a big. That's a big amount. So it's it's that's if, that, if that's where you're going here, uh, you know, it's for me. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, then you got the Mariners who just can't stop. They just can't yeah. stop scoring runs. They just <laughs> they refuse to stop. They won't stop. Ten straight wins for them. Marco Gonzalez, the lefty, takes on Jake Junis over in Kansas City. I mean, you could just keep rolling them. I mean, why not? They're yes. they're and they're still not. I mean, they're not out of control. <laughs> I I know it's wild. You you'd feel like they would bump them up to to five or or whatever. But I mean, you get Hanniger at four two, Santana four one, Bruce at four, Edwin at four two. Like, it these are affordable players in your lineup, and they're all like I said yesterday. All of them are all they're in the top ten and played appearances with runners on base, runners in scoring mm-hmm. position. They're scoring left, right, and center. We've said this. I'm so shocked with this Mariners team. I really am. I mean, they it. They really just turned it over. I mean, they got rid of some Segura and Cano and Cruz. They get rid of some guys in their lineup that they've had for a couple years. Revamp their whole pitching staff is questionable to me. But this lineup is just feeling it right now. They're all kind of sell highs. But yeah, Chris. I mean, Encarnacion is three point seven. Bruce is three point four. Both of them going off good nights. It's crazy. And and they've got and and those are the two, you know, I mean, guys in the middle of the heart of that order there, four five against Jake Junis, who doesn't scare me. By the way, real quick too, Jacob deGrom twelve point twelve on FanDuel, uh, Garrett Cole just ten point nine. So massive, massive difference there. So on the FanDuel side, I think that's a clear fade. You can have the discussion on DraftKings if you want, because of the two pitchers, but for the one in the cash game, it's hard not to like Garrett Cole tonight with this matchup too. Uh, but yeah, we're going back to the Mariner. Well, and it's just that's fine. Uh, Max Fried, who had a great start, is going to have a, a tall order here. The second start against the Rockies against Herman Marquez, who's good in his own right. Now Marquez will give up runs. <clears throat> this should be a run spot here. I mean, the, I I would be shocked if it wasn't. I mean, Marquez still good enough to get the strikeouts, but. I don't know. This is uh, it's always tricky in Colorado when you have to really pay through the nose. And on a night like tonight with so many top pitchers, it becomes very tricky, which is why I prefer the Mariners and even to a lesser extent the A's tonight in terms of being able to match pitchers up with offenses because to go into this game, you're going to have to fade pitching to a certain degree, and I mean past the Luis Castillo kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I mean, he's 8.7 on FanDuel, so you might be able to get away with a couple, but you're not going to get, you're not going to be able to squeeze in enough, I think, in the Atlanta Colorado game. Like, you got to hit him right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you do. It's, yeah, this is, this is tough. Um, cause Freed, too, like, I'm very interested in him. I think he's got some great strikeout potential, but a lefty, which Colorado just tends to eat up and, He's got to go to Coors, make his first start, and struggle with walks. And Marquez, I have so much interest in him as well. Um, but it's just such a tough environment. I don't really want to spend up on, on these bats. I, I just feel like there's – I want to spend up on pitching today, and I want to get some of these cheap value bats in. So I know it's – I like NCRT at the top of the order tonight, though, against Marquez. That yeah, I he's, will say. He's, he's always pretty interesting when, he, when they go – he leads off when they face a righty. And, I mean, that's, that's what you want, man. If you well, that's, a, that's what I'm thinking. A nice lineup. I, like, I like that top of the order. Maybe get the extra at bat. It's only 3.8 on the FanDuel side. I think that's 
That's if I had to get one guy on that team, that's who I would be. If you had one team, one guy, you know, just a one-off over on the Colorado side, who would your one-off be? Yeah, uh, like mine on the Braves is definitely uh, NCRT tonight. Yeah, it's, it's it's not a cheap option, but it's story. Like if I'm going to spend for anyone on Colorado, it's okay. It's, well, yeah, it doesn't have to be cheap. It just has to be like. Yeah. Cost effective, I guess. <laughs> is, is the right term. <laughs> and and for story, I mean it's it's been a rough start for him. He's struggled to start the season and I, I think people are kinda off on him. They don't want to spend up the money. So I, I think you maybe even get him with low ownership. All right, fair enough. Let's continue on here as we uh, move to Zach Granke at home taking on Mike Miner and uh, the Texas Rangers. Now the Rangers have been good offensively this year. Uh, they've shown some life recently in Arizona. And that includes uh, Kenel Marte, who had himself a hell of a week last week. Did he? And, uh, you know, I mean, the, it's caught up a little bit with him. It's, it's definitely a little bit more. You see a lot of low four pricing on the DraftKings side on the D-backs tonight, which I don't know. I mean, for the, for the same amount, I keep going back to Oakland. I don't know why. It just, I don't know, for me, it just makes more sense. I, I look at that, and I'm seeing mid fours to low fours over there, and I'm seeing mid fours or so just generally speaking with the Arizona lineup. And I still prefer what I think I'm going to get total wise out of the other side, out of Oakland. How about you? Yeah, it's, well, I love the environment for Oakland and you're right about some of the pricing and then it's John means I I'm definitely interested in some of the Arizona bats um, for sure. That's like one of my, probably the second, third best stack for me. Uh, Mike Miner keeps the ball on the ground, but he gives up a lot of contact and a lot of home runs. He struggled with home runs last year, 25 of them. So guys like Jones and you mentioned Marte, Peralta, these guys have been pretty solid this year. Christian Walker, we've talked about once before, gets in the lineup against lefties, has some pop. So there's some there's some bats in there that I'm interested in. And uh, on the other side with Texas, I don't know, man. Like I, they started off strong, and then I watched them in that four game series against the Angels and some some bad pitching and and. They just they couldn't square up any of them. Well, I think it goes back to that lot that that ballpark. Texas at home, good. Yeah, te- you're Texas right. Texas on the road against Grinky. I'm not feeling. I'm not. No, I'm not no. Get I'm a, that's a it's a pass for me. But I am interested in in Jones and and Marte. Flores is just a hole in that lineup right now in the three spot. But Peralta is yeah. interesting as well. All right. Uh, speaking of stacks, by the way, the Line Star app has a stack finder in it so if you haven't downloaded the line star app make sure you do so and use the stack finder it's a very helpful tool which goes along there and gives you the best guys and the best part of the lineup and the best matchups that and different options for them and the where they rank so that is a great tool it also has advanced sorters as well which is very cool lots of filters to use and and that's what's so great about it you get a lot of baseball acumen from us on the podcast you get a lot of numbers and data stuff from the line star app and you put those two things together, and it equals money, baby. Oh, and that's yeah. what we want, and that's what we want to do. And money is fun, and playing is fun. Of All of those things are fun, and we're, we, we like fun. I mean, who hates fun? Don't hate fun. Come on. Stop hating fun. All right, let's uh, go to the uh, late-night games here at the end. You got Joey Lucchese. How you doing? He's taking on the San Francisco Giants and Derek Holland. Uh, I will continue to stay away from uh, these guys personally. Uh, I know Holland's pitched relatively well. If you're looking for a really cheap secondary pitcher, I can understand the Derek Holland at 6.8. I get it. I just, I still don't love the Giants lineup. That's always my problem. Mm-hmm. So it's not crazy, but it's not great. And offensively in this ballpark with these two offenses, I'm not super excited about any of them. But Fran Mil Reyes against the lefty, I think, is one you could always get behind. Yeah, and he hit a home run yesterday, too. So maybe he yes, gets he going. Did. 
And yes, Andre Renfro as well. Like, well, I think he he can hit lefties. He hit lefties really good last season. I mean, he ran into Bumgarner yesterday, but um, yeah, Holland gives up some contact. He's off to a pretty good start. He's kind of turned around his career a little bit. I mean, it's it's a lengthy career, and it was good early on. I felt like in Texas, and then he went through a yeah. you know, patch. But over the some weird know, injuries too. Like he yeah. tripped over his dog and fell down yeah. the stairs. Just some weird stuff. And he grew that mustache. A lot of strange things happened. A lot of strange things. But, you know, last year, look at his K per nine, 8.88. That's a career high for him, right? I mean, that's yeah. pretty impressive at that point of his career. I mean, he's a 32-year-old pitcher. He's not old, old, but a sub-4 ERA. But gives up some contact. And you're right, he doesn't have the run support. So, yeah, Reyes, Renfro, you can take some flyers on these guys. Myers hit a bomb last night as well. Kinsler at top of the lineup. If he can get something going, he hits lefties pretty decently uh, over his career as well 37 yeah will myers also another guy too so i mean that that you know this is a very one through five all righties you know i'm starting to talk myself into it now the more i look at it it's underrated right because i don't think anyone's feeling the late san diego run support right both these teams check in at under four even machado's i mean machado's just four four yeah that's not a that's not a huge price tag for machado usually it's at least three or four more than that typically speaking so yeah, I mean, I think about you tournaments, what. I think, Joe, because you may yeah. get some of these guys at the lower. All orders. right, so if the A's are the favorite cash game stack tonight, then maybe maybe it is the Padres. Maybe uh, maybe on, upon further review, maybe the Padres are a good way to go because, you know, Holland has been decent, but this is a team there that can hit left-handed pitching. So yeah. we shall see how that goes. All right, last but not least, Freddie Peralta uh, takes his 9.9K DraftKings salary into <laughs> Anaheim to take on Matt Harvey and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, look, last night, uh, we, you know, I had Yelich last night, and he did hit a home run. The he only did. problem was Mike Trout stole it, yes. you jerk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that would have helped me significantly. But at the same time, looking at it again, how do you see this one? Uh, what pieces do you want, if any? Yeah, I think if you got burned yesterday by the Brewers, I mean, I'd go back to them. I, I honestly, I really would. Harvey was impressive in his first start, but he was mixing some speeds. He had 95 on the gun with his fastball, but I mean, he's not fooling anybody with the bats. He's got six strikeouts so far, five walks. He's given up three home runs, 10 earned runs. So it hasn't been a good start for him. And this is a really tough environment. Um, he's The ball has been in the air. The home runs have, have, have been there. So I think Yelich, I know they're expensive, but Yelich, um, you know, even Sean Moustakis, we saw Moustakis go yard yesterday. Thames is getting in the lineup because of the DH. Uh, well, it's and, not my and, favorite and stack. And also of the- to remind everybody, Moustakis and Shaw, we had yesterday. We did. Yeah. I mean, it's all, like we said, it's, it's only a matter of time before some of these guys get going again. They're, all of them are hitting under 200 Shaw, Aguilar, um, and Moustakis, they have they have a lot of pop in their bat, obviously. So it's only a matter of time. I would try to go to some of those guys. Maybe the ones, like people go to Yelich and Braun. And maybe just continue with the Shaw and the Moustakis and the Thames, who's feeling it as well. Uh, he had an opportunity yesterday with the bases loaded, struck out. But these guys are going to get on base today against Matt Harvey. And, and just to remind everybody, too, uh, the late slate on DraftKings does not have the Reds game in it. So things get a lot weirder. Mm when you take him out of it. So I'm looking at that right now, just going through. So that's something to keep in mind. That's something that I think, you know, as we close out the show here, if, if he's not on there, you know, you cash games, we already talked about Garrett Cole being the better of those guys. Maybe you do go down to a Zach Granke at 93 on the FanDuel side. Maybe, uh, I mean, Granke is all the way down to 89. 
tonight against Mike Miner and Greinke's at home. I think maybe those are the kind of things you might have to take a shot on tonight in the tournaments because uh, once Castillo's not on that slate and he's moved to the to the uh, the afternoon slate, things get a lot dicier <laughs> in this in this uh, arena, as it were. I mean, even unless you want to go with a Freddie Peralta, possibly too, which I don't think is terrible. No, I don't think it's terrible either. I mean, yeah, Justin Bohr hit a home run. Simmons hit a home run yesterday, finally. Um, but no, it's it's work trout and 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 that's it. It's it's not a great lineup. So and and you got a good chance for a W. So well, I think it's more of an indictment on Harvey than how much I love Peralta. But look, Peralta right. eleven strikeouts his last time out. Exactly. I, I think at eighty three hundred of Fanduel, that might be my guy on that side. That uh, I think I, I'll roll in tournaments for sure. I think yeah. that's. I think I overlooked him, and I think that's a good call. Yeah, I think Freddie Peralta is going to be—he's um, going to be my favorite tournament guy of the night. I, it's going to be the late game, so you have to stay up late or you know check everything in the morning if you're on the East Coast. But uh, to me, those are the guys in play tonight because otherwise, you know, you got to be either chasing the Strasburg Nola game or chasing Degrom's salary or hoping that Garrett Cole can you know get right after a bad outing, which I think he will. This is tricky. Is this one of those nights where you look at it before you close out where you throw some cash game lineups in tournaments because of the way the slate looks pitching-wise? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a pretty good call for sure. Um, I feel like it is. Like, you know, I like kind of take, oh, this is my favorite cash game lineup. I'm going to throw it in the tournament and see what happens kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can get too cute with your lineups. I mean, if you like your lineup, I mean, it can it can be a winner in cash. It could be a winner in tournament. I mean, you're not taking shots in the dark with, like, Brian Goodwin. You, for example, right? <laughs> no, we're, we're well, talking just, about some good players here. Got the shakes there for a second. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about some some good players here. So, I mean, do yourself a favor and get a piece of that Angels and Brewers game. It's fun baseball. Last night, before Trout robbed Yelich, Yelich had robbed um, I forget who it was as a, as a home run and doubled up pool host. I mean, it was it was fun. The two were tipping their hats to each other, former MVPs. It's uh, it's entertaining, man. It's again, don't hate fun. Uh, if you love fun, <laughs> make sure you're subscribing to us here on the podcast. Uh, obviously, On Deck is the name of the show here on the Line Star app. Make sure you're using the Line Star app and you check out the newsletter. It's got all the great content in there as well. You can follow us on Twitter at Chris Meany, at Joe Pisa, PS17. Before we let you go, Chris, give me the, uh, the betting uh, choice of the evening. All right, so it's Brewers. We talked about the Brewers are minus 118. They'll jump up. If you're listening now, get on them because it'll, that'll jump up for sure. Seattle going to continue to ride them. I mean, we, we, we talked about Junis, but 41% hard hit rate last year, third highest in baseball, 32 home runs, fourth most. So I like Seattle, and I like the over. If you're into the props, they're going to get five runs today. Uh, I love the Astros, and I suppose my um, – I'm going to go with the Braves, man, as my, my right. little bit of an – a dog on the road. Yeah, I, I, kinda, I don't mind that one either. I don't mind that one either. All right, that'll put this one in the books. Uh, and uh, there's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.